Who cares? This is Carson Court Show, Google Podcast, our podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the podcast app, Beaker, Spotify, and Go Overcast. Here we go. It is a beautiful, but a little bit cloudy day in Virginia Beach. Welcome to the Carson Court Show, where the scales always tip in favor of sports. I was took some time off. I was actually away, but I'm back. Welcome to the Carson Court Show, where the scales tip. Or the scouts always tip in favor of sports. So here we go. So I'm going to start with this. Let's start with this for a few minutes. I've said this before. Uh, of course, lots of NFL news happening. NFL free agency all over the place. Uh, if things break, just not involving Aaron Rodgers. Um, but any other team will break it. We'll give it to you. Uh, of course, NBA, March Madness. It's all coming up. We are absolutely packed on a day in Virginia Beach. Uh, so let me start with this. Um, so I said this before. Here's another thing that broke a few days ago. Many of you saw the Chicago Bears traded their first overall pick uh, to the Carolina Panthers. Now, I understand why the Houston Texans, and I don't, you know, there's certain teams that pop up on this show. Texans are one of them. That I, There's certain, uh, there's reasons I understand why the Texans didn't do it. Right. For one, you're a second pick. You're either getting CJ Stroud, probably, or uh Bryce Young. I'm not a huge fan of Bryce Young. We'll talk more about that as the as we get closer to the draft. But you're either getting CJ Stroud or Bryce Young. I get why Houston didn't do it. And uh, Indianapolis, the Colts are in a position where you could get a, a top three quarterback. I don't see a there's certain teams, Atlanta, there's certain teams I don't see drafting quarterback. Uh, I do see Indy, though. But this is what's interesting if you out, I'll go outside that and look at what the Chicago Bears have got. A first-round pick this year, a first-round pick next year, uh, a second-round pick this year, and a second-round pick next year. Plus, this is the big one, DJ Moore, a wide receiver, probably the best wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers. And this is my takeaway. This is what I said Chicago has to get is receivers, right? We don't know where Jalen Fields is, or Justin Fields, excuse me, if we don't, if, if you don't have A or at least B plus receivers. Baltimore was in this position a few years ago, and I did not like what they did. They traded Holiday, uh, Hollywood, excuse me, uh, uh, to the, uh, I believe, to the Arizona Cardinals. They traded Brown. They just didn't do well with, with Baltimore. They made more, put more pressure on Lamar Jackson. And this is what you get as a result. So I, I sit back and I say, okay, I see what Chicago's doing, right? You don't need a quarterback. I do believe that Justin or, 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 or Justin Fields can play. You don't need a quarterback. You need receivers. Chase Claypool is good, but he's young, okay? Uh, DJ Moore gives you that uh, matureness, that, that um, just a really good receiver. And and I don't think Chicago, at least not in the first round, needs to draft a receiver. And I think they need to draft offensive line because her, there's been multiple times Phil's been running for his life, uh, running all over the place. So I would say that there's certain things Chicago needs. Receiver is not one right away. Plus, there's free agency. You can There's a few good receivers on, on the free agency. Uh, but this is one that really, really is a big deal. And, uh, again, Chicago trading their first overall pick 
to the Carolina Panthers. And if you're Carolina, you can look this one of two ways. Carolina is in a unique situation where they get to literally handpick their quarterback. Uh, Sam Donald is good. He's just, he. I don't think he's that great, okay? You don't have a good running back or not a great running back, and you just traded your best receiver to Chicago, DJ Moore. So now I think Carolina is in this unique situation where they could use a few more pieces. And uh, I think Carolina gets very active in the next few days in free agency. And uh, and I, I just I, I think this is very interesting for Carolina. They're obviously in a complete rebuild, and we'll see what the uh, uh, we'll see what happens with the Carolina Panthers. But just just this, this is huge breaking news day, and just just the NFL yesterday selection Sunday March Madness. What I think of the brackets that's all coming up next. Um, teams that didn't get in it, I think should get in or should have got in. Uh, just massive load. There is only one team. I think overall the bracket committee did great. There's just one, maybe two teams that should have got in that didn't get in. But um, but really exciting stuff. But yeah, Chicago, if you're a Bears fan, I would be okay with this, right? Trading your number one overall pick where you don't need a quarterback. To Carolina, get four picks plus a uh, um, DJ Moore receiver. I said this a few days ago. If Chicago is going to trade the number one pick, get a receiver. That's what they did. You got to start building around this team. Because here's why. If Aaron Rodgers leaves Green Bay, and I think as it ticks more and more, I think it ticks more and more towards he does in the coming last few days. It seemed like Green Bay is out of the picture here. It seems like it's the Jets. Uh, and some people think retirement. I'll talk about that here coming up soon. But so Chicago doesn't need a quarterback. This is a weak division. I don't know how Minnesota is going to do. Detroit is certainly on the rise, but I think they're another year or two from being really, really good. Detroit made a good move. We'll get to that in a couple minutes. And uh, so I think this is Chicago's year. You got to build around fields. And sure, maybe they're not. A plus plus Jordan Love. We'll see what Green Bay does with him. Green Bay, this still might be their division another year. But if Chicago, and I think they are rapidly getting better in the next few years, I don't. I I gotta see Jordan Love. Gotta see him. So uh, I I could completely love what Chicago did here, moving their number one overall pick to the Carolina Panthers. I think it benefits both teams. I think Chicago might be in a slightly better situation than Carolina, but just a massive, massive goodness here. If I'm Chicago, I am very happy with what I get. So, all right, well, let's go into this. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is supposed to, it's going to come out anytime. Apparently, the framework for the deal, it could be massive deal, is done. Uh, Jets and Packers apparently have agreed on a deal. They're just waiting on Aaron Rodgers to say what he wants to say, which who knows? But knowing Aaron, knowing what I know about Aaron Rodgers, you know, is this. He likes the spotlight, right? If he didn't like the spotlight, we would have a deal. It would be done, sealed, and in an envelope Saturday, right? But because he likes the spotlight and he's going to drag it out a little longer, that tells me if you really think he's retiring, you're wrong because he likes the spotlight. So why would he retire when Tom Brady 
arguably the best quarterback uh, in the NFL history is going to be by far the biggest, biggest spotlight in can in 45 years, four, five, six years. Aaron Rodgers, to me, it doesn't seem like he's okay with being the second best quarterback in his uh, Hall of Fame class. It just doesn't fit right. So that is why if I think Aaron Rodgers, I think as the, and I know, you know, you're a Jet fan. If you are a Jet fan, you're starting to get a little nervous. But I think as it ticks later and later and later, I think it's actually really good news for the Jets. I could see him going back to Green Bay. Obviously, the Raiders are now off the table. Obviously, uh, th- that was this morning or yesterday. It was pot- yesterday like, over the weekend. They were a potential also. I think they are the done because they signed Jimmy Garoppolo. So, you know, you got to start thinking this is it for the Jets, right? It reminds me of what the Lakers did a few years ago, holding out for Kawhi. Holding out for Kawhi. Went to the Clippers. So, I mean, I, you know, I just sit back and I watch this. This is, this, this is the, if you're a Jet fan, you got to get the deal done, right? Because if you don't, who are you going to sign? Derek Carr, off the table. Uh, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, off the table. So if you're the Jets, where do you go, right? It was either Jimmy Garoppolo, Derek Carr, Aaron Rodgers. Now it's just Aaron Rodgers. So much scarier situation for the Jets. I think they have to get the deal done, and I think they do. Of course, if it breaks, uh, we'll, we'll announce it. But I don't see him retire. Knowing what I know about Aaron Rodgers, dragging the story out, this is what he likes. And this is what he likes. So, you know, to, for him to be the second best quarterback in his uh, uh, second best quarterback in his Hall of Fame class doesn't fit right with Aaron Rodgers. When you think of Aaron Rodgers, I don't think he'll retire the same year and be in can the same year as Tom Brady. That's just a guess. I think if if again, I don't, I, I am. Clueless on what Aaron Rodgers is thinking. You never know with him, but I would say the Jets seem to be the front runner. And as it gets later and later and later, I think the Jets are the front runner. All right, very interesting stuff. So lots to get to. Um, again, of course we will stop break any NFL news we get. We had a couple: Derek Carr to the Saints, uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was signed a three-year, sixty-seven point five million dollar deal. With the Raiders, $35 million of that guaranteed. Um, J- Javon Havane is now a San Francisco 49ers, so a lot lot happening in the NFL. Um, and, and I've said this before. I don't love – I don't know what the Chargers will be next year. And now the Chargers running back, Austin Eckler, uh, has now requested permission to seek, speak uh, and talk about trades with other teams. So that would be a huge blow to the Chargers, I think. And uh, and I mentioned that Detroit made a good move. I mentioned Detroit made a good move. And uh, Cam Sutton, who was the corner for the Pittsburgh Steelers last year, really good corner, Pittsburgh's best corner, uh, Detroit signed. Detroit needed a corner. They got a corner. So now if you're the Steelers, you have no really good corners because that was your corner. Uh, so and and now your middle linebacker I don't love Devin Bush 
So I think if you move off Devin Bush, sign Edmontons, who was now which was the Buffalo Bills middle linebacker, he's a free agent. Go after him. He, they have the, his brother as a defensive player. Both went to Virginia Tech. Sign him. Get him as your middle linebacker and draft a Joey Porter Jr., who's a cornerback out of Penn State. Or you can draft Oregon. Oregon has a good cornerback too. So a lot, you know, a lot happening here rapidly. And again, but uh, Cam Sutton agreed uh, to uh, deal with the Detroit Lions, former Pittsburgh cornerback. Jimmy Garoppolo signed a three-year deal with the Raiders. Uh, Devontae, uh, the defensive tackle for the um, Philadelphia Eagles last year, have agreed a four-year $80 million deal with $40 million guaranteed. A really good corner for the um, Philadelphia – I mean, really good defensive tackle for the Philadelphia Eagles. And now, of course, running back Austin Eckler would like to speak with other teams involving a trade. So, I mean, now, I, again, I said this. I said this is a tough division. I said uh, this is the problem with, with this division is the Raiders now have Jimmy Garoppolo. Chiefs are not going anywhere. And um, so, I mean, this is a packed division, not to mention the Denver's making moves. Uh, and I think Denver will, I think Denver will be significantly better next year. So teams are making moves in that, in that division. And if the Chargers lose their best running back, I don't know how well the Chargers bounce back from that because there's not a lot of good running backs. And oh, by the way, Buffalo needs one really bad. So, um, you know, just massive amount of movements in the NFL. Some good for some teams. Pittsburgh now needs a corner. The Chargers in a few months, a few days might be uh, needing a running back. Buffalo needs a running back. Pittsburgh needs a middle linebacker, potentially. Uh, uh, Ramsey, the corner for the uh, Rams, have now been traded to the Miami Dolphins, who they already had one really good corner. Now they get two really good corners, two really good receivers. Uh, I don't, I you know, and I said this before, instead of building on your defense, which is top 10 in the league, lead, league, you need to go after and get a good offensive line. Because if Tua is getting concussions like this, that's not really good for the Miami Dolphins. Uh, backup quarterback. If Tua would have played against Buffalo, the Dolphins would have won that game uh, against Buffalo first round of the playoffs. So that is truly, that is how impactful uh, and how meaningful this offensive line needs to be rebuilt. Denver's doing it. And, um, and also this is also pretty, pretty big news. Uh, so just, just a lot. Again, if one breaks, we'll give it to you, but uh, uh, just, just massive uh, stuff going on uh, again, 49ers uh, and, and, and also, by the way, the Miami dolphins have signed quarterback, uh, Mike White, who was the New York Jets backup, maybe you remember that, to a two-year deal as their backup. Jaguars signed uh, uh, offensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, so it's just a lot is happening. Uh, the Patriots signed a two-year deal with the uh, cornerback Jones. And uh, Broncos add, uh, I mean, just, just Denver is rebuilding their offensive line. I think the Broncos will be significantly better. I think Pittsburgh can figure out, figure out this middle linebacker, cornerback situation. I think the Steelers will be a lot better. And I, I think the Chargers will be a little bit worse. I think Denver, I mean, Baltimore could be a little bit worse. I don't know how much Lamar Jackson 
wants to be a Raven. And if you don't want something, we saw it with Green Bay last year. That's a problem. So I don't think Baltimore, I don't think Baltimore has the year everyone thinks they have. I think Cincinnati kind of wins this division going away. And uh, very interesting stuff. Of course, coming up here on the Cards Course Show, I'm going to talk about NBA. I'm going to talk about the New Orleans Saints, Derek Carr, March Madness, my top five best teams in the NBA. Phoenix Suns are not as good right now. Phoenix Suns are in big trouble. Why? That's coming up. Um, so d- we, are, we are packed, in other words. It's the Carson's Court Show. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show, final podcast of the day. Of course, if we get any news of free agency, we will break it to you. Other than this, breaking news for the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, Jason Kelsey, your center, is returning. A lot of people thought he might retire after the Super Bowl. Again, Jason Kelsey, the brother of Travis Kelsey, uh, center for the Philadelphia Eagles, is returning to the Philadelphia Eagles. So, all right, well, let's talk about this. Um, so, March Madness, we'll get to it in a couple minutes. I, I want to talk about KD's injury, and then we'll get to Derek Carr. Um, so KD, Kevin Durant, got injured in a practice uh, and, and now will miss two to three weeks. This was my concern with the Phoenix Suns. Now, the good news is you were able to keep Aikman, Devin Booker, and Chris Paul. Um, but this is huge disappointment because I don't think Phoenix with Kevin Durant is a top, without Kevin Durant is a top five team anymore. I think um, I just don't. So that, you know, this was my concern. You gave up all your bench, Jay Crowder, Cam Johnson, everyone. You gave up a boatload of stuff, plus a boatload of picks. You gave up practically a ton for Kevin Durant, who played two, three games in a practice and got hurt. And uh, that is, that's the, where the concern is with the Suns. Without Kevin Durant, Phoenix doesn't seem so championship contender, or you know. So I think Denver is still the best team in the West. Uh, and, and, you know, I, I've been on this for a while. I don't buy into Sacramento. I think their first round exit to either the Lakers. I think the Lakers, if they sneak in, keep your eye on the Lakers beating Sacramento in the first round as a seventh seed. All right. So, again, bad news for the Phoenix Suns. Kevin Durant to miss a few weeks. Uh, uh, you know, now that's the regular, you know, regular season starting to wrap up here. So um, it appears that Kings will get that number two seed. And the Nuggets, of course, will hold on to that number one seed. All right. Well, let's talk about this. Let's talk about Derek Carr. Derek Carr, a lot of people thought maybe Carolina. I thought Washington. Uh, but Derek Carr signing with, signed over the weekend, maybe last week, with the New Orleans Saints. Uh, and uh, this is an interesting spot, I think, for this. I think the Saints win this division. Brady without t- uh, Tampa without Brady. You're on a backup, arguably, who probably isn't ready. That's a concern. So I think I think Tampa Bay uh, wins this. I mean, I think Tampa Bay struggles. Atlanta's still trying to get going here. You have a Pitts, Kyle Pitts, your tight end, London, your wide receiver, and then you have, I'm assuming, uh, Ryder will be your quarterback, the kid out of Cincinnati, second year, uh, uh, who was drafted last year. I think I want to say in the fourth round, third round, maybe. But I mean, so this is this is pretty. I I think Atlanta struggles, and then you look at Carolina on a rookie year quarterback. I don't care if it's C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, Anthony Richardson out of Florida. I don't care. Uh, uh, the kid out of Kentucky. Carolina is going to struggle, and now they're not going to go. You know, two and fourteen, 
two and 15, but I do think that they will win a few games, but I don't think they'll be dominant. And uh, that's what helps Chicago because that'll make them a lower first round pick. But I will say this again, I think it's New Orleans signing, um, signing uh, Derek Carr is huge and uh, will certainly, I think, help New Orleans. I think New Orleans is now a playoff team because they will win the NFC South. Doesn't take much to win it. Carolina, Atlanta in a rebuild, Tampa Bay just entering a rebuild. So it doesn't, Atlanta's more towards the end of the rebuild than Carolina and Tampa. But Tampa, I mean, they're just entering, Carolina's in the middle of it, and Atlanta's getting better. New Orleans, this is the perfect time to get a veteran quarterback in there, and we'll see what New Orleans do does. I think they win the division. All right, so let's talk about March Madness for a couple minutes. Of course, anything breaks, ESPN reports, anything like that, we will come on the, we will tell you, we will break it, and we will break it down just like we do with the NBA tread deadline. But things are popping really quickly in the NFL free agency. And uh, let's now talk about March Madness. So, you look at your number one overall seed is Alabama, right? Number and then you Kansas is the number one, Houston's the number one, and Purdue is the number one. I have questions with Purdue. I think the I think Purdue is the worst of the number one seeds. Kansas, I would keep my eye on Kansas Jayhawks. Um, I I really would. I think they would have won the. Uh, I think they would have won their conference if Bill Self, the head coach of Kansas, would have been their head coach. He had a emergency. Uh, condition and was in the hospital for a few days he's now out and expected to join the team for March Madness but I would keep you my eye on Kansas and I would keep my eye on Alabama okay I think Alabama could make a run and here's another team and I haven't filled out a bracket yet I will and of course as I always do this around March I would deliver the bracket to you on air but here's another team that I would really keep my eye on the Duke Blue Devils I, I think Duke the, they won the ACC who's arguably one of the best conferences in the country. Duke, to me, feels like a Final Four team. Uh, now, in order to do so, I mean, Duke just, they have, obviously have to get over the number one seed because I think Duke's a fifth seed, I want to say. So Duke, to me, feels like Final Four team. They can shoot. They can defend. They can, I don't know how you stop the Blue Devils. The only thing is, is their coach sat under Coach K for a long time. That helps but this is his first tournament coaching. That tends, I think, to hurt Duke a little bit. But, hey, look at Carolina last year, North Carolina, who didn't make the tournament this year. First number one seed in history, NCAA history to be projected a number one seed and missed the tournament entirely. And uh, so, but look at Carolina. I mean, look at North Carolina. Uh, Hubert Davis took Carolina to the championship game on his first year. But, I will say that I think Duke is a team that I would keep my eye on moving forward. And here's a team I don't like. And I, I you know, I would take I would be very advised picking this team past the second round. And that's the Iowa Jayhawks. If you look at Iowa, I just I'm not a huge fan of Iowa. I just am not. I think they get hot and then I think they can get really cold really fast. I'm not a huge fan of Iowa. I would not pick Iowa past the second round. I've never been a huge fan of Iowa. Uh, I think uh, they're one of those teams that I think the first four can quickly upset, and uh, I, I just am not a huge fan of Iowa. And moving forward, I would keep my eye on Pitt. They play tomorrow night, the Pitt Panthers. I think they could make a small run, and uh, very interesting. There's a few upsets that I see. I can go over them. But overall, I thought it was a good bracket. I thought um, 
I thought that Clemson should have got in probably. Uh, I mean, they've they've been pretty good all year. I was a little surprised to see they were they did not get in. I was not surprised at all to see Carolina not get in. I said this before. I said Carolina is the team uh, that has the roster to go places, but they just don't. Um, so just quickly, here's a couple teams I can see an upset. I, I mentioned Auburn. I think they could potentially upset uh, Iowa. I think. Uh, uh, I think. I mean, there's just a few teams here. I think. Penn State could upset Texas A&M. I think Penn State's having quite the year. Um, I could see USC upsetting Michigan State. Um, I could see uh, – I could see – there's just a few. I could see Pitt upsetting Iowa State. I could see NC State upsetting Creighton. NC State is a good shooting team. So, and I could see – I always do fall out of bracket. I'm sure I will. I could see uh, there's just a few teams here. That was a really just a brief highlight of uh, the, the teams I think do uh, of that I could see upsets. I think Duke could go places. Uh, I think Indiana could go places. I think Gonzaga, Miami could go places. Uh, I, I mean, usually I, there's another I, – I could see Kentucky's hot. If they cool off, Providence is waiting for them. Providence is 21-11, and 11, though no joke. But uh, so I would keep my eye on that. But the one I really would keep my eye on is NC State and Creighton. People are picking Creighton, and I'm saying, okay, NC State is better shooting. They can defend just as good. Uh, I mean, uh, I would just keep my eye pretty a lot on uh, NC State uh, to win that game. But the, uh, the NC State is just as good, if not better, at shooting. They're better than they're just as good, if not better, at free throws. Uh, I mean, the rebounds NC State's just as good at. Uh, especially offensive rebounds, NC State is really good at that. Uh, so and though they and NC State, I think plays better defense and they turn it over less. So NC State over Crape over the Blue Jays, Creighton, I would keep my eye on for sure. So there you go. There's a few little upsets I have for you. Uh, but uh, you know, it's much anything can happen. And and there's not really a a number one team like Alabama is the number one team in the country. I don't think they're that great. I don't think there's a big gap. I mean, they're good. They're definitely great. But I don't think they're the typical number one seed. I don't know if Alabama gets to the Final Four. I think Kansas is better. I think Duke might be better. So, you know, anything can happen. But there's just a brief highlight. I like what happened. And um, so there you go. All right, we're coming up here on the Carson's Court Show. Top five best teams in the NBA. Of course, if anything breaks, we'll deliver to you. It's the Carson's Court Show. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Show. Final podcast. On this busy day here in Virginia Beach, but it's going to be a busy week, March Madness, all that stuff. But here we go. My top five best NBA teams right now. A number five, the Sacramento Kings. I like the Kings a lot, but I think they get bounced in the first round, probably by the Lakers. I would keep my eye on Los Angeles. Um, uh, number five, the Kings. Number four, the Grizzlies. Look, I understand John Morant been suspended for who knows how long, but the Grizzlies still have some really good players, and they're they're doing okay without John Morant. So I mean, they they crushed Golden State without John Morant. So I would keep my eye on the Grizzlies. Number four, the Memphis Grizzlies. Number three, the Denver Nuggets. This is a really good team. This is the best team in the West, I think. Uh, I really would keep my eye on the Denver Nuggets. Number three, the Denver Nuggets. Number two, the Milwaukee Bucks. I've been on this for a while. I think they're a really good team. 
Uh, I think one is better, though, and that is the Boston Celtics. I like Celtics a lot. I think they can win in multiple ways. Um, my concern is, is what are you going to do? I mean, right now, Milwaukee's the number one seed if the season would end today. you got to travel to Milwaukee. That's my only concern for the Celtics, but there you go. Number five, the Kings. Four, the Grizzlies. Three, the Nuggets. Two, the Bucks, And one, the Celtics. So I said before, I thought Phoenix drops out as soon as KD gets hurt. They don't have the bench to compete. And Devin Booker, Chris Paul, they're keeping Phoenix afloat. I don't buy Golden State. People love the Warriors. I don't. They can't win on the road. you got to be able to win on the road in the playoffs. And the Clippers, I, I, I've been on this for a while. People, I think they are worse than the record. And, uh, and then, of course, you're playing tournament, lots of good teams. Uh, I mean, Dallas is a playing tournament team. That's unbelievable. But, uh, you know, so there you go. My top five best teams in the NBA. Well, thank you for listening to the Carson's Court Show. No additional NFL news, but of course, uh, we will break whatever happens over the, this afternoon. We will break that down on Tuesday. Um, and also coming up on Wednesday, I'm going to start to reveal my first round bracket for March Madness. Top five best teams in March, top five best teams in the college basketball in the country all five will be in march madness of course uh that will be coming up on wednesday so if you love college basketball that's wednesday and of course any nfl news uh we will break aaron Rodgers. Uh, hopefully eventually will make his decision i think it's between the packers and jets i really believe i've been on this for a while now i've been on this probably since january i believe the jets are the front runners and uh, so there you go well, thank you for listening to the Carson's Court Show today. For the final time, we are live in Virginia Beach. Have a great day, everyone. We will talk tomorrow. It is the Carson's Court Show. Have a great day, everyone. Talk tomorrow.